baby talk. Hardcore ick. Really? Hardcore. I hate hair. Wow. So if I have to like lie on their chest and they've got hair. Oh. <laughs> this guy walked up to these two other guys and they go, oh, Jandals and Jeans. And he goes, oh yeah. And the other one goes, well, you got the feet to do it. And I was like, does he? <laughs> Melodramatic Vibes. Your unofficial big sister supporting you through your 20s. New podcasts every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The ZM Podcast Network. Flashborn and Haley's little bit of pod. Treat yourself to McCafe Coffee with my Macca's rewards. Welcome to a special little bit of pod. Shit, he has a flash email signature, this guy. Oh, does he? Yeah. What was that? Brad Olson. M I N S D. <laughs> M-I-N-S-D it's, it's, like, it's like M-I-B It's the Men in Black But it's actually the member of Institute of Directors Chief Executive and Principal Economist at Infometrics Limited If you want to get a hold of them They are at Level 20 Plymouth Tower 2 Glimmer Terrace <laughs> Wellington Postcode 6011 But we know him lovingly as Bad News Brad Still haven't got rid of that moniker yet. <laughs> no, you haven't. What's well, well, it? Uh, check in with a special podcast and see just how fucked we are. Yeah, because I read something the other day that was like, hey, we said inflation was happening. No, we said the recession is happening, and now we're saying it's not happening. And I was like, sweet. And then straight and afterwards, the article about how petrol's going to be $3.50 a litre for Christmas. 91 by Christmas. <laughs> well, as per, we ask you for your questions uh, for Bad News, Brad. Should we start? We've got categories, Brad. Here are your categories. So organised. Inflation. Debt, emergency funds, mortgages, investing shares. Spin the wheel. Look, just go categorical. Let's get rid of inflation. Inflation. Okay. We have a question from Taylor saying, what's the latest with inflation at the moment? Do we see it falling at some point or is this it forever? Inflation is getting better. I'm not. It's not over yet. Inflation peaked at seven point three percent. Good news, Brad. It, it's Good now news, Brad. At six. It's now at six. Now, the, and I'm going to lose it again. But the challenge here is that prices are still going up. Bad news, They're Brad. just not going up as quickly as they did before. Good news, Brad. And I think that's what we're likely to see. Now, mm. the, the difficulty uh, when we look through the figures is that some of your non-essentials, so furniture, for example, getting a bit cheaper. Some of those furniture guys have got a lot of stock. Not many people are buying. Therefore, they're having to discount their couches so that you'll actually go and buy. That's good because I'm furnishing a whole house. <laughs> so you, don't forget, you've got a couch in my garage that's been there for six months. Yeah. It might be there yeah. for a while yet, I <laughs> <laughs> However, it's the essentials that are killing you. I mean, you look at the likes of fuel prices at the moment. They're over three bucks a litre for 91. They could well go to three fifty. Rents are increasing. Uh, the likes of food costs again, not as bad, but still not good. Like food cost inflation was at twelve and a half percent, the worst in like forty years. Yeah, it's now at eight point nine. So again, eight point nine better than twelve point five. Still not good though. Mm. And I think that's sort of almost the tone for the rest of the year is like. Not as bad, but certainly not sort of uh, throwing out open uh, and you know opening a bottle of champagne anytime. No, time. oh damn it! Is it if a packet of biscuits was two fifty and now it's gone up to three twenty or whatever? Is it just going to come down in in a year, or is it? It's always going to be the new That's price. That's the thing. Right? It doesn't go back it to two fifty. We're not going back, are we? Not normally. You don't normally see prices uh, go down. I mean, the the, the one exception huh? is probably like produce. You see produce right. go up and down a lot depending on supply and demand. But yeah, bickies, those sorts of things, tin tomatoes. You probably don't see them not ever go down. Not the big Chocolate prices, oh my gosh. I the likes know. of cocoa and international sugar, sugar prices have gone up. So it's all the fun stuff that's expensive. Yeah. Cocoa is a big one because the climate change is affecting cocoa. 
yields and then transport. I mean, the minute fuel prices go up, right, everything goes up because everything has to be transported to this beautiful little. Uh, well, I th- once we fix climate change, though, the, the cocoa will come down, right? It'll come. Who's going to fix that first? <laughs> oh my god, sure. we'll be all right. Are we using tra- uh, speaking of transport and everything's going up and the flow on effects? Are we using trains to their full? effect in this country? Uh, to a degree. I mean, I saw that Kiwi Rail is opening their connection back up into Hawke's Bay after the cyclone, so like, that's encouraging because they've got yeah. a big port there. They're trying to get, you know, the likes of logs and uh, our good fruit and that out to the rest of the world so that people will buy them. That's good. Um, I think, I mean, there's always stuff you could do more with trains and rail and what have you, but it, it is pretty expensive as well. Solar-powered trains. Heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit, you'd have to get a lot of speed up before you went through a tunnel, though. Yeah, God, you, yeah would. you would. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just gets yeah throw out the other end when it gets to the sun again. Um, Just imagining in Wellington, it's sort of like off and on and off and on. Off and on, on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No uh, wind-powered trains in Wellington. God, oh, that gets good. Quick. You hear it first. You, you but then you'd really have the propellers on top of the train in the tunnel. They're going to get knocked off. The tunnel's mm. still the problem. Mm. Uh, question from Georgia: How can we prepare for Christmas and summer with the way inflation is going? Thank you, Georgia. I think. Uh, Probably the best one is figure out your budgets early. What are you looking to spend both on on gifts, but also you know what are you doing? Are you doing a big uh, family dinner? Are you going out with friends? You know mm. um, what's what's the plan? I think especially coming into Christmas and some are more generally right. A lot of young people are thinking of you know it's, it's festy time. Um, so figuring out if you're going to one, you know you're going to be able to get that early bird ticket. Where are you staying? Um, you know who's pitching in for fuel? Are you making sure that you've sort of got a bit of a budget? And I know that budgeting is the least part. Uh, That's not sexy, Brad. No, it's not the best part of going to a festival. I totally get that, but like you sort of have to these days because money's tight. Speaking of gifts, are we doing elaborate gifts? Because my birthday next week. (laughs) Uh, For your birthday, yes. After that, no. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Cancel it. Yeah, Yeah. gotcha. Pre-purchase your contraception before festivals as well. They always hike up the prices at these destinations. Do they? Connie's. Oh, right. That's just, that's goes just up. basic supply and demand. Save, save I, I mean, economy. it is, but man, if there was one yeah. place I didn't think that this pod would go, it was <laughs> yeah, that. The, the rhythm method's free, though. Also, very free. It'll also save you about $300,000 over the lifetime. I, I, of I was just kid. about to say, like, the yeah. payoff is big. That's girl math, actually. Yes. <laughs> the price of girl math, the price of condoms. Uh, okay, spin the wheel. We're on debt slash emergency funds. Sounds good. Uh, from Hamish. What should I prioritise? Paying off debt, brackets, car loan, credit card, or. Saving an emergency fund. Oh, that's a tricky one. A, a little bit of both, in a sense. I mean, I, I don't think you'd want to sort of go hell for leather down one route and completely ignore the other. Mm. Um, depends on how much money you've got, but you want to, where you can, over time, build up a bit of an emergency fund. Can your emergency fund be a credit card? Uh, better not. Okay. Better not <laughs> nope. be. Good, good, good. Um, if that's your absolute only option... Maybe, yeah. but but let's stick to maybe a little bit of cash in the bank would be your first port of call. But you try and get rid of that debt afterwards. Sort of normally buy what is uh, has the highest interest rate first. So if you've got like a, a consumer loan or something from your bank, if you've got a credit card debt, get rid of that before some of your lower stuff. And probably the big exception is student loans. They Don't will pay sort it. of well they'll, they'll sort themselves out. You have to pay yep. a certain amount of your income. Whereas if you've got a credit card bill, it doesn't matter how much income you've got coming mm. in, the bank wants your money. Yes, and yeah. And you can get uh, consolidation loans, can't you? With that can be cheap. Cheaper from the bank sometimes. Yeah, put, yeah, if you've got multiple debts, chuck them in one, and then it's. And we're hearing from more and more people. Look, times are tough, and, and you know, like some people are doing all right, but some people are really starting to be squeezed. If you're in that position, like go and talk to someone earlier rather than later. Uh, you know, your bank will be happier happier to help now than after things have already got bad when they're looking to repossess your possessions or whatever it might be. Right, because Charlotte asks if you do have an emergency fund, what's a reasonable amount to have? 
Oh, it oh. sort of depends on who, who you are and what you want it for. I mean, the, the ballpark sort of rule of thumb is that you want to be able to have like sort of maybe three weeks to three months worth of expenses, just your daily living expenses. So the idea being, one, if you lost your job literally today, how quickly are you going to be able to get a job? Probably not tomorrow, so you want to have a little bit of wriggle room in between. Yep. But also, if you got in a car crash or something today and you needed to repair the car because you need to get your, your kids to school or you need to get to work, like you have to be able to pay for that. So you're looking at probably a few hundred to, to a, a small few thousand if you can afford it. Um, uh, it's probably more that small few hundred for a lot of people, but it just gives you a little bit of security that if that unexpected cost comes in, you can immediately pay for it. Mm. There's a question here from a C. Fletcher. Is it all right to dip into my emergency? funds for chicken nuggies <laughs> and prosecco. I mean, like it. I guess it depends on how big the emergency. That is fund. an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an emergency. But, but this is well, probably most important. If you're gonna uh, rate it for, for chicken nuggies, which I, I can't disagree with personally. Uh, you got You got to. You got to be, be able to build it back up. Yeah, you can't okay. just continue to take it for nuggies. You've got to then add some money back in. <laughs> yep. Spin the wheel. Yep. Where do we land? Mortgages. Uh, Amy asks, is it worth fixing my mortgage for five years to avoid paying a higher rate? I'd say that, that, that ship got- sailed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we were in like 2021 and you could get a five-year th- rate for like yeah, 299 th- oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my God, I wish I had. Because I refixed my a part of mine not too long ago and – there was word that it was like, hey, you could go shorter here. You could do 6 to 12 and then see how we go, or 18. Not, probably wouldn't, uh, so I mean, look, general advice, because gosh, this really does get in deep mm. to it. I think what we're starting to see a little bit more at the moment is that five years and, and like four and five year rates are, are unusual. They're quite unusual for people to take out because that is a long time in the future. Mm. What you usually see is people that do one year fixed rates because it's sort of shorter and, and yes, you'll sort of take those adjustments when they come. What we're seeing a bit more interest from people in is like two to three year rates because yes. it gives them a little bit more stability. Everyone's like, I don't know how much interest rates could go up I want to sort of have a bit of an idea of how much my household budget has to be to pay that plan yeah Equally, there is the chance that the Reserve Bank, in fact, I think likely that the Reserve Bank will drop interest rates uh, in at some point within the next couple of years. So that's why I'm saying I don't think necessarily that five years would be yeah. likely. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to say months then. Same weeks, uh, days or hours. But, but see, this is the thing. I think what people are thinking about at the moment is a bit more of like maybe I have some on like maybe a two or three years, so I've got that stability of knowing exactly what I've got to pay Chop for. Chop it up a bit. And a little bit of maybe some one year. So you, you can manoeuvre around a little bit more, but you cover your bases. Um, you know, people who are on floating rates so at the moment they should lock that stuff Madness. in as quickly as they can because <laughs> well, there's yeah. a big margin look I've got one coming up very soon and the 18 month one is the cheapest at the moment yeah it's probably not a bad option to look at when you talk to your financial advisor no no Brad, not Brad, tell me now Brad I'm going to lock but it in what <laughs> Brad, Brad told me say, I should renovate my house that wasn't just a poor financial decision that was a poor emotional decision yeah. a poor physical decision yes. uh, that was a, a raft importantly of you I'm, did never this to invite, me, Brad. I'm never going to get invited to that house either <laughs> oh, you're going to get invited to the house but you'll be guilt to it the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. way around you'll have to pay when you told me to renovate fucking house Brad what I think is important you speak of the likes of the 18 year 18 year geez 18 month fixed rate um, shop around because at the moment if you look at like the 12 month rate there is you can get one for 6.99% you can get one for 745 like that's a big margin Huge. so yeah. you know you, you go in one you figure out where the best rate is you go into whoever you're with and say look Money's on the table. I can get it for this summer out. So you're going to match it, or am I leaving you? Some today? banks will do incentives too. Like yep. they'll be like, yeah, well, and we'll also give you a little cash. Money back, maybe and a TV. Ma- yeah, maybe a TV. We'll Should uh, my mortgage broker tried that recently, and the bank laughed. Now is that because <laughs> I am so in their forever debt they own my soul? 
Probably. Yeah. How, Probably. how long have you had your mortgage? Uh, 2010, we bought our first house and then extended it in 2015 to renovate and then big extended to take the next step in 2018. They've got me by my balls, yeah, both they of do. them. And they own your firstborn. Yeah. I actually signed her up as collateral. Yeah, right. <laughs> Indiana Smith. It's, it's interesting, right, because I feel like if they're going to laugh at you, I would sort of uh, wouldn't hurt to cast around and go, well, look, I mean, if you're going to... Oh, they didn't literally laugh, but... Well, well yeah, but if they didn't come like to the party, like... I like to imagine they were maniacally laughing. I imagine that... <laughs> Someone just, sitting yeah, there at their the ivory band. tower on the yeah, 20th yeah, floor, yeah. like... Yes, evil, evil. Jesus' <laughs> message, and this, I mean, some people, as you say, they're not in a terrible position, perhaps this could apply to them. Should I pay off my mortgage quicker? Or is it better in the long run to pay it off in increments? I mean, if you can pay it off quicker, no, nah, that, that's a good idea because you'll save yourself money. The question is, I, I know that if you try and pay it off too quickly, though, the banks can they sometimes charge you. Charge you. So yeah. like, figure out where that sits before you just plough some money into it. Final spin of the wheel? Tick, 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 tick. You got jammed. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Investing slash shares. Is it smart? Is it a smart time to be investing in shares? Should I change my KiwiSaver plan? Two questions from Tom there. Okay, let's deal with the KiwiSaver one because this got a lot of people in a lot of strife at the oh, early yeah, stages of COVID. Actually. A mm. lot of people sort of went, the markets were crashing, everyone was worried and they sort of moved from a high-risk fund to a low-risk fund. They locked in those losses and they've never been able to make them back. Yes. Whereas I remember my KiwiSaver, I looked at it in like March 2020 and it was nosediving. It was completely and utterly, mm. you know, dead and on the floor. And now it looks really quite good. Yes. And so like, again, I don't need my KiwiSaver anytime soon. I'm not retiring for quite a number of years. Mm. I'm not immediately looking to buy either. If I was looking to buy in the next six months, I'd want to be a little bit more conservative, not let that fund move up and down too much. So I think it depends on this person's risk uh, you know, are they looking to retire or use that KiwiSaver anytime soon? In which case, yep, you probably want to have a more conservative fund. Mm-hmm. Um, if, though, you're, you're a younger person and you sort of don't have any immediate need for it, you're looking and you're able to wear that risk over the ups and downs, that's probably more where I would think to be. That's where most young people are at. But again, mm. important uh, advice. In terms of investing generally, I mean, again, depends on where your money is. Have, have you got your emergency fund? Have you paid off uh, the likes of your debts? If you've got big debts and you're investing, probably be better to use that investing money to clear your debts first because mm. you have to assume that your investing returns are better than your interest rate. Yeah. Not always the case. So if, though, with all of that fixed, you've got a little bit of spare money to play around with, yeah, it might be worth having a look at. Um, we're seeing more and more interest coming forward, and I've talked to quite a few people who are uh, moving things around. I'm looking forward. I'm off to the US uh, in, in a month or so, and I'm oh, hoping fun. to have a look around Wall Street and the Stock Exchange. So oh, uh, that doesn't wow. mean I've got any trading tips, but like you know, oh. I'll, I'll be able to see it. In can we person. give you a little bit of cash, and you can just put it in the right things for us? Uh, what are the right things? Because I mean, <laughs> so far, Hayley, you, you, you tell seem me. To, you, you seem to be saying that I give like <laughs> mediocre financial advice. And the right I'm, things I'm just is property, sure. right? <laughs> Increasing the value of your property, right? Right, 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 right? <laughs> nah, that's a long game and I don't blame you at all. I reckon you could like sell tickets though to like the viewing of your house. Yeah, I think I could too, actually. But hundred bucks a pop. Then everybody would know where you lived. You'd have to pick them up in a van and put a sack over their head like a full <laughs> kidnap experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit of waterboarding. No, no, put them in the porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of waterboarding. Where like, is your right, head She's That's dark, bad. man. That's dark. 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 Well, wise words as always from bad news, do you, Brad. Do you invest in shares? Absolutely. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, I've got, got my emergency shares. fund. I've, I've, so here's here's a little bit of my insight. This is not necessarily the way to do it. This is how mm-hmm. I do it. I've got my sort of, 
got my KiwiSaver. I've got like a an emergency fund serious saver account, and then I've got a bunch of other sort of short term saving things, like when I want to go traveling. Yeah. I'll save that money up over time in a separate bank account, so I can see it and I can let it grow. But then when there's enough in there, I might put it into a term deposit, so it'll make even more money. Yeah. But right. Yeah, putting some into into various shares and bits and pieces. I mean, I think the biggest thing there is uh, pretty difficult to like pick really good shares. Like I'm not sitting on the phone, three phones with you know big laptops in front of me tracking every part of the stock market. Mm. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Most people mm. don't. So, you know, you're looking probably more at some of those index tracker funds and what have you, unless you've really got the time and inclination to look into it. That's probably the, the uh, entry-level method. I um, invest on gut, and that's why uh, the top three <laughs> I also invest in my gut. are down yeah. <laughs> 92%, <laughs> 75%, and 54%. That's uh, not good. I've actually made $10 on shares. <laughs> Retire now. Mama's made shouting lunch. Lunch is on. Yeah. I made 66 and all it's cost me is $3,500. Yeah. Jeez great. Louise. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? So you're kicked off this pod now? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know anything about anymore. these sharesies. What are they? I, I do okay, the global so something something. Blackwell Global Holdings. What do they do? Do you know anything about these things? Nope. Well, you just pick them. And I do the ethical package. Them. Yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot of ethical. Oh no, packaging. I'm all about unethical. Oh, well, I don't care guns, how I make my money. Guns um, and yeah. bombs and bombs whatnot. and satellites and military devices. Bliss, Bliss Technologies is a New Zealand-based oh, manufacturer of advanced a, a bi- probiotic strains. Well, they're oh, good yeah. for your gut. I don't, I, I don't know. If I mean, I, was I guess in the thing balls. here, right, is that once you've invested in them, and and like let, let's let's go back to like <laughs> maybe before investing in them, have a little bit more of a look at bits and pieces. But once yeah. you're in there, you know you, you've got got to make that judgment is it worth you getting out at a loss or do you not need the money in your hope that maybe it's a longer term thing that you're back over time mm, because yeah. i invested in canna south when i felt sure we were going to sneak through the referendum and then the fucking conservatives rooted me on that one <laughs> and now i've never bounced back no i've got a carbon fund is they, that not just your house? They do offsets of carbon. <laughs> I do actually. I should sell um, shares and trees that i have in my property <laughs> fisher and pipe down lost, aren't we fonterra's up but not that much. My food bag's down. See, I shouldn't be in charge of investing. Peloton. Remember I when had... I said Peloton's going to bounce back? Because Sex and the City almost <laughs> oh bankrupted Oh, my God. They killed it. They killed so it. I, I can't go down further. It fucking did. <laughs> I've got a friend at the moment who is absolutely binging Sex and the City. I'm waiting for them to sort of say they've made a purchase like that. Yeah. yeah. Peloton. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, Brady, thank you so much for all this information. It is bad as always. Uh, but not as bad. Is that the general that's, consensus? That's the, am I like not as bad not news, Not as Brad? bad news, Brad. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, team. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.